142 women contested the recent Papua New Guinea elections and only two won seats in the 118-member House, the first such victories in 10 years. One of the new MPs is Rufina Pita, who becomes the governor of Central Province. The other is Kesi Sawang, who won the Madang Province seat of Rai Coast Open. Speaking on Apache Pacific phone line, Ms Sawang told Don Wiseman it's been a long and difficult road getting into Parliament. It's a lot of hard work and seven years of dedication to this one cause paying off. There are so many women uh, who have been trying to get into Parliament and you're one of the rare ones who's made it. What tilted the scales in your favour? The first and foremost thing, I think my people have actually voted for me because they want to see a leadership change because uh, my district is one of the least developed districts in Papua New Guinea. What will that mean in terms of change? I notice there's recently been very significant violence along the coast and a number of women and girls have been attacked, some of them dying. Yes, uh, those are ongoing issues. The violence and that's happening in two of the local level governments in my district. This has been going on for more than a decade. And the thing is that the past leaders have just turned a blind eye to that. And one of the biggest setbacks that I have is I have only two policemen in my district headquarters. There are no police stations, there's no rural local, there's no police housing support you know, address those decade-old issues like violence and feelings and uh, cult movements. This is one of the things that law and order, and I have it on my election campaign, the things that we were going to immediately address is conflict resolution and uh, these killings. They stem from social-related violence. Why do you think that you did so well but so many women just really struggle? I think we just uh, need to understand the culture and we need to have some cultural intelligence and, you know, we, we need to go back. Like, I'm speaking for a rural district because there are some women who contested in urban district. I'm not talking about that, but for me, it's remaining relevant with my people. Like, I've been with the people. I've been on the ground. I, try, I do water supply projects. I engage in community work, all, all this kind of thing that helps me. And the, the second thing is that it's just around strategy, focusing all our energy, I mean, as candidates, are focusing all our energy and thoughts around, you know, what can I do to improve and what can I do better to get people voting for me. And for me, one of the things included, like running workshops for uh, men and women and telling them about our constitution called for equal, equal participation of uh, women in, in the political sphere and all these things, you know, slowly adding that into a... Uh, workshop and then getting people's mindset, you know, settled that they can they can vote for a woman. And I must say that in all my campaign, I give examples to uh, the New Zealand Prime Minister to say that, you know, uh, I give even New Zealand's uh, statistics as one of the least corrupt countries. I said that's because they have a woman Prime Minister, you know. I, I actually said that in my campaign. Well, good. All the best. I congratulate you, and I hope you have a very fruitful five years. Yeah, I, I hope to. What I want to see is more women coming into PNT Parliament in 2027. And one thing how we can do that is that uh, I must be an effective parliamentarian. I must be seen to be delivering on my promises of uh, temple 
celebrating the slavery women and girls carrying water, you know, to, to give water supply to villages or energy. You know, I must deliver. So in 2027, other women will, who contest will be assessed based on a bad market I will set. So, like, it, it's really difficult for us women. So we, we have to step ahead and think ahead and do something that will lay the foundation for the future ones who will contest.